0: Are you ready to thrive beyond the challenges of breast cancer? Stay tuned for this week's guest. Welcome to God Clutter? Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener. And if you are listening for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great start to your meek. And of course, in this episode, we have returning guest, Christy Lingo, who is an ADHD mompreneur, and she's going to talk about her breast cancer journey. I will also be sharing my product, at repurpose, and my book suggestion for this week. My question for you this week is, have you had to be a caregiver for a breast cancer survivor? And just in case you didn't know, it is estimated that in 2023, approximately 30% of all new female cancer diagnoses will be breast cancer, which is why this entire month, I really wanted to focus on breast cancer awareness and the survivors. So Christy Lingo is an ADHD mompreneur. Providing mom-centered executive function coaching designed to help business owners, moms with ADHD, build successful businesses while juggling home life, even if they struggle with focus, organization, or goal achievement. In a previous entrepreneurial life, Christy spent over a decade growing and building a professional organizing business with zero experience. Christy makes self-care and spending quality time with her husband and two young boys a priority. You will often find them cooking, baking, camping, hiking, traveling, as well as crafting. So sit back and listen to my conversation with Christy lingo.
1: This episode is brought to you by Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code SPOTIFY for 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
0: And hello, and welcome to Got Clutter? Get Organized, the conversation. I am excited because, of course, I got my friend Christy Lingo. She's returning. But of course, as you know, this month, it's all about breast cancer awareness. And I wanted to bring Christy on to share with her story of how not only the diagnosis, treatment, but also how she navigated. And it's all a part of really us looking at our lives. So Christy, thank you so much for joining me again. I'm so excited about the conversation.
1: Janet, I would talk to you about any and every topic. I just love being able to chat with you, but I'm especially excited to talk about this, Not, uh, not because of the topic, but because I feel like hearing from breast cancer survivors is really important whether you have been diagnosed whether you are a survivor or whether you know somebody who's going through treatment because I feel like I had definitely had a completely different perspective on what a breast cancer treatment regimen or what breast cancer was like before I had my diagnosis. So, um yeah, I think this is really great.
0: So, I am I would love for you to start with really, you know, the diagnosis but also take us on that journey because Christy, you come to us as a coach businesswoman, wife, mother, community, and just how, you know, you really like navigated all that stuff. So I wanted to share that with all those watching and listening as well, but share your story.
1: Yeah. To be honest, like I always would have thought of myself as like healthy, right? You know, I'll use air quotes. Um, You know, I had been a vegetarian on and off for, I don't know, probably 16 years at the I was diagnosed at forty four so of the time of my life at that maybe a third of my life I had been a vegetarian and actually the two years previous i had been I had been eating mostly vegan at that point in time um you know i I was the girl who always bought the all natural beauty products I didn't have non cook uh nonstick cookware in my house you know I just I used all natural cleaning products like all of those kinds of things that you would sort of associate with somebody that was healthy. And, um, you know, I was, I really was good about going and getting my annual checkups. And, you know, when I turned 40, my doctor gave me the slip and said, go schedule your mammogram. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Um, and then I went in at 41 and she said, you really need to get that mammogram. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. Well, then we get into the COVID times. And for uh, a while, the, unless you had a reason you couldn't get an appointment for the mammogram, so when I go in, um, I, you know, it's it's another two years, 42, 43, roll by. My doctor's like, you, you really need to get in and get a mammogram. We need to get a baseline for you. So finally, when I go in at 44, she says to me, when you walk out of this office today, sit in your car, call this number and get your mammogram scheduled so that next year when you come in, you can say to me, I did it thank you. I'm now I'm in the system. Now they're calling me. And so I did exactly what she did because occasionally I do listen to people when they tell me what to do. (laughs) Um, and so I, um, you know, I went and I, this was at the end of September. If I remember right, it was September 27th. I went in for my first mammogram, you know, had, it was a really nice experience. I live near Ohio state university in Columbus. And so they have a really great, um, Uh, the James Cancer Hospital. They just treat you really well. It was a really easy procedure. I was like, yeah, nothing to it. Two days later, I get a call that they had some dense tissue. They wanted to check it out again. Um, Since it was my first mammogram, it probably wasn't anything to be worried about, but they just wanted to be sure since it was my first mammogram. And so they did what's called a contrast mammogram, which is where they put some ink into your veins. um, And basically if something is potentially a cancerous tumor, will uptake. Mm, I can't remember if, if it takes the if it takes the dye and the other stuff doesn't, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Whatever it is, somehow it's able to highlight if if what they're seeing is just tissue or if it is um, a tumor. And there were at least five spots that they were concerned about after that. And so it then that like bullet train left the station. Two days later I had a biopsy. Four days later, they called me and told me that um, three of the biopsies had come back positive for her two positive, triple her two positive breast cancer. And to be honest, like it, it was such a whirlwind from like that moment, that phone call. I was sitting right in this chair when the call came through and I just, uh, that was on October 12th. And by November 9th, I had started my chemotherapy. Like they were not. Messing around at all, and you know, and and it just became this. Okay, uh, I be- guess I better get everything together, you know, because here we go. This this train is leaving the station.
0: Wow, you know, and it's amazing because as you were saying that, then I remember back when I would see you on social media, and then all of a sudden you weren't there, and I was like, oh, you know what? She's probably all focusing on the kids, focusing on you know family stuff. So just hearing this. So as someone who has ADHD, Mm -hmm. how did, did that play in any role in regards to your emotional or physical, you know? Yeah. I think what's interesting
1: is that us, us ADHDers, we kind of thrive with stress. Um, There is something about, I don't want to say that anxiety is a good thing, but when, you know, so for instance, I knew I had that deadline of November 9th because that was the day that I was starting chemotherapy. So I knew that I had to do A, B, C, D, E. Like I had a, I, I sat down, made a checklist. There was something about that deadline. There was something about knowing what was coming or at least having an idea of what was coming that really sort of like told my brain, like, okay, we got to lock and load, you know? Like we have, to, we have to really be focused and get these things done because I knew that once I started chemotherapy, you know, the way that it was explained to me was, After the first one, you'll probably feel bad. After the second one, you'll feel a little worse. As it continues to progress, you are, you know, it's sort of like you start at a level and then you never quite get back to that level. And then you never quite get back to that level. And so each time you're feeling more tired, you're feeling uh, more sick, you're feeling um, more lethargic, um, all those kinds of things. And so knowing all of this information, I think really caused me to zero in prioritize what i needed to do um focus on getting the most important things done which as you noticed was not social media at that point in time okay. also it you know it, it from the social media standpoint it's kind of a weird thing at least for me to just sort of like put out there in the world because it was so personal, um, you know, like I, I honestly, I don't mind talking about it, but it just, I couldn't find, wrap my brain around the like right way to present it, um, to people until I had a better grasp on it. But yeah, I, I just really feel like, like, because of the stress of the situation, I just was able to really focus in, prioritize what was absolutely the utmost important and, and just focus on that to get myself to the next space.
0: So how did, because you know, sometimes as women, we like to do everything. So how did, you know, family, friends, how did that play in your role of your recovery?
1: Yes, and and I love the way you said that because you're so right. We have We have this sort of like inborn thing in us, I feel like, that is like, we have to do all the things all the time. And, you know, I realized right away um, that that was not going to be possible for me. Um, and luckily I, I don't have any, I have a brother that lives here in town, but I don't, my parents don't live in town. My other siblings don't live in town. Um, but I have a really great community of mom sisters that are in my neighborhood. And the minute they heard, um, that things were going on. They just like got into action. And I think that was one of the first lessons that I learned was as somebody who always felt like, no, I don't need your help. No, I got this. No, I can handle it. I got it. I just had to like, my friend, Jessica basically looked me in the eye and was like, listen, you might have it right now, but in two months, you're not going to have it. So just let us help you. And, and in a, in a nice way, but you know, and I'm so glad I did because that really was at first a pill for me to swallow. Cause I, I don't know if I thought there was some sort of metal if I didn't take help at the end of this. You know, I don't know what what it, my resistance was, but, you know, it was amazing. They just came together. They took care of making sure that we had meals. They took care of making sure that I had somebody with me at home after I had my chemotherapy or after I had my surgery uh, while my husband was working. Because, you know, like he would have loved to have taken Time off to take care of me, but let's just face the fact that that's not the country we live in, we don't have those kind of resources. And financially, we weren't, he couldn't have taken all that time off to be with me. So, they arranged for to come and sit with me and make sure I had lunch. Um, they took up donations to get me a cleaning lady, so every two weeks, somebody would come and clean the house. Because, to be honest. I I wasn't even prepared for how exhausted I was during um, chemo. And I'm sure anybody like listening to me right now is like, like, you know, I I always have a lot of energy. My mom has the flight of the bumblebee as her ringtone when I call because I've always just been really energetic there would be days when I would basically not leave my couch when I was going through chemo. Cause it was so hard on my body. Um, so just having those people there to make sure that our house stayed in order, making sure that, uh, our family was fed and and making sure that my kids' lives stayed as normal as possible. Because that's what I told my husband. I was like, The biggest thing that I want, because at the time I was diagnosed, they were um, eight and 10. So they were young and I didn't want them to be scared and I didn't want their lives to be too disrupted. And so I was like, whatever needs to happen, whether that is outside help, whether that is outside help helping me so my husband can be for the kids, that's, that's what we wanted to do because I wanted it to be a blip for them. I didn't want them to be scared.
0: Mm -hmm. So has all of this experience, has it changed like maybe your perspectives on life as well as your priorities?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. You know, I think that, you know, as I was saying earlier, I always thought of myself as being healthy and things like that. And then I realized that there were a lot of things in my life that I was doing that maybe wouldn't be considered healthy. Um, and one one thing in particular was my mental health, like really not focusing in on, um ADHD my ADHD and and taking care of it in a healthy way um you know treating my anxiety symptoms that I was having not sleeping enough that was a huge thing that you know I was like oh I only need like four or five hours a night of sleep you know now nope now I am like if I get less than 6 I make sure I have time for a nap the next day kind of thing you know and I think that um Another thing that really helped me mentally get through the chemo and the surgery and, you know, the other treatment that I had to have um, was gratitude. You know, like that um, almost immediately I started a gratitude journal and a gratitude practice, which I had been doing off and on for several years, but I really honed in on gratitude. And, you know, I made sure that if somebody came to the house, if somebody made us a meal, I wrote a thank you note, not because I felt obligated to, but because it was such a check on how blessed I was. And I know it sounds crazy that like, that is my, that is my reaction to cancer. But I think I honestly believe that having that gratitude and focusing in on how abundant my life was is, the reason I was able to come out on the other side with a smile on my face and a song in my heart and, and really just kind of like jump right back into my life. You know, like it was just like a little, a little, a little blip, you know.
0: And it's just so nice how you were able to really like let go. It's like, okay, this is where I am. I need to really focus on myself and my recovery. And I'm just going to let go of Things and let other people come in and help me. Yeah. And a lot of that sometimes for us, it has to do with, well, you know, they're not going to do it like me, but sometimes it gets to the point where you have to say, you know what, it's getting done.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that, you know, what's interesting is, you know, back in my professional organizer days, I would have that talk with moms a lot, um, you know, for in a toy room or in a kitchen, and they're like, I don't like the way they load the dishwasher, or, you know, they didn't put the Barbies back with the Barbies and the Hot Wheels back with the Hot Wheels. And I'm like, let's focus on getting it done first. And then let's focus on, on getting it done the way we want it. And I think that that is a really important lesson. And I was glad that I was kind of able to let that go. Like, yeah, maybe the food that was being prepared wasn't exactly the way that I would have done it. Um, but, God, that's so amazing that somebody took the time and spent their money and brought it to our house and was so giving. So then that gratitude comes back into, I mean, it just, it just was really the fuel for us the entire time was that, was that gratitude that like, Yes, it's not perfect. Yes, this is an ideal. But gosh, are we so lucky? We live in a city where I have a world-class breast cancer hospital, specifically, not even just the cancer hospital. We have a breast cancer center here that is world-renowned. How how grateful am I to be living where I am living? You know, my whole life I've talked about how I can't wait to get out of Ohio. You know, here I am. You know, it ended up being life-saving for me.
0: And it's so interesting because when you were talking about, you know, how people were bringing food and everything, it it brought me back to when I, and I may have shared this with you, when I had to have my hysterectomy and my girlfriend moved in, which I was just, that's just a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. But I still remember when she would make meals for me and she would set the table. She would always use the good china. Now something I wouldn't use. And you know what, Christy, I let it go. It's like, you know what, first of all, I don't have the energy do anything. She's here taking up her time and cooking for me, setting the table, doing the dishes, doing this. She's like, you know what? I got to let this go. So you're right. Sometimes you just got to kind of let stuff go.
1: Well, and I love that too, because it, it, you know, using the good dishes feels like a celebration. And, you know, even though, again, it's a, it's a um, trying time in your life, like, what better time to focus on what you do have and be able to celebrate the fact that you are still here? Because, you know, with both of us, you know, whatever was happening, it it could have ended much differently. And there are a lot of people and I am very much aware of that, of of how lucky I am that it was caught Even, even though it was a little later than I, it could have been, it was caught early that I did live in a place where I could get, um, the treatment that I needed. And, you know, so celebrating, I think those little moments, especially when you're going through a trying time really does help you to change your perspective and, and stay focused on, on the positive and, and keep that attitude all the way through.
0: And that's so true. And I was thinking about my food fairies, Christy. It was like every time one of them would come over just to check on me, and I'd go in my freezer and there would be lots of meals. It was like, yes, I love this. I truly love this. Yeah. So, Christy, what message of hope or inspiration would you like to share maybe with somebody who is maybe just currently battling breast cancer?
1: Yeah. So, this is hard because everyone kind of starts at a different place, right? You know, I, I started from a, a positive place, so I don't want to make it sound like oh, it's just so easy to do this, and and also I had my dark days, like. Don't let me make it sound like everything was rosy. You know, Um, I still don't have eyebrows. I I have them penciled in today. You can kind of see them a little bit, but I still don't have eyebrows. I barely have eyelashes. You know, I have, I do have things about myself. You know, I, um, I have a lot of scars all over my body now that I didn't used to have before, but I, I wear them proudly. Um, you know i think that if you can find the things to celebrate if you can find the um positivity that you have rather than focusing on the negative because it there is it's it's overwhelming how much uh how how negative it can feel because you know you don't feel good you have cancer you know like there's there's just all of these sort of like negative messages that you're getting but at the same time like do you have a roof over your head? Do you have a supportive partner or a friend in your life? Um, you know, can you get a hug from someone? Uh, and if you can find that gratitude, I just really feel like that is the is the thing that that got me through. Find those things, even if it's the smallest thing. Like, I really like this pillow on my bed. You know, it just is really comfortable and I'm spending a lot of time in bed and I'm really grateful for this pillow or I'm really grateful for cold water because, you know, my, I had a lot of mouth sores in chemo. And so like little things like that, like a cold glass of water made my mouth feel better. I'm really grateful for this. I'm not going to take it for granted. And I think that when you can see how abundant your life is, it's going to be a lot easier for you to, 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 to stay positive and and you know everybody's diagnosis is a little bit different. everyone's prognosis, you know, how the outcome is going to be is going to be a little bit different. Um, you know there's there's people that go through breast cancer that don't have to have chemo and and maybe just have a lumpectomy. Um, I did have to have a mastectomy uh, on my right side. Um, so you know like it, again, a little bit different, different recoveries, different um, you know you you may or may not have your hair or lose your hair. Um, I, I had lost most of mine and, um, it's starting to come back in a little bit though. Um, but you know, I think that the more you can find those things that are good, those, the things that you can be thankful for the, um, how blessed you actually are. I think that that is where that's where your truth is. That is what's going to get you through in those really, really dark times. And I think the other thing is just like, Give yourself a lot of grace. If you feel bad and you feel bad that you feel bad, like it's okay. You know, like it, every day is going to be a little different, but assuming you can stick to whatever the plan is that you've come up with, with your oncologist and your treatment team, every day is a step closer to the end.
0: Mm, that is so beautiful, Christy. And thank you so much. And you're right. We have so much to be thankful for. And sometimes when we focus on that, that can truly help us through our journey. Yep. So, Christy, of course, you know, we always say this, you know, I can talk to you like all day and all night. <laughs> <laughs> so, How can listeners just connect with you and, you know, learn about you as an ADHD mom, a
1: Yeah, so you can find me on all the socials at the ADHD Mompreneur. It's just like entrepreneur, but you put mom at the beginning. Um, And my website is the ADHD Mompreneur.
0: And of course, everybody watching and listening, I will have all of Christy's links in the show page notes. Christy, thank you so much again for taking time out of your schedule.
1: Janet, I'm already counting the days till we get to chat again.
0: (laughs) Me too. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Christy? Was it just sometimes learning how to let go and allow people who love you and care for you want to kind of just come in and help you in any way? Please feel free to share it in the comments. So now we're going to transition to Taylor's Tip Time. And this Taylor's Tip Time are little things you could do to just bring order specifically to your life number one it could be scheduling some time just to organize the passwords because how frustrating is when you want to possibly sign in to an app and a platform and you just can't remember what it is number two Maybe something as simple as clearing out a junk drawer so that when you open it up, you don't feel that stress and anxiety of just kind of going through all of that stuff just to get something that may be tucked in the corner. Number three, the side tables. Whether it's the side tables in the living room or those nightstands in the bedroom, clear that clutter because All of that is visual clutter. And what I'm hoping that just these little things will help you kind of alleviate some of the mental clutter. Number four, what about the countertops? The kitchen countertops. Maybe the countertop in the bathroom. Maybe you have a counter in your garage where you work. You know, those visual clutters. And the last thing is the space, clearing off a space. Maybe you have, A stool that's just piled up with books, but you envision yourself at some point being able to prop your feet up on there. So think about that. The passwords, the junk drawer, the side tables, the countertop, and sometimes it could just be a stool that's got clutter on it. Well, are you ready to tackle a disorganization, whether it's your paperwork, your schedule, or overall life? I am here to help guide you on your journey to living a life that's organized. Visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Schedule a complimentary 15-minute session. Take action now and start making progress today because the countdown to 2024 has started. And I love this point because at this moment, I want to say thank you. Thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, for your resharing. Please continue to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, as Pinterest. I have a board that has Fit and Healthy. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel and subscribe. Click the bell for reminders because there you can see the conversations I have with my guests. And ladies, first of all, I want to thank all of you who have become a part of the community. But if you're thinking of getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free, so join today. And each week, we continue the conversation starting on the podcast, but also we do other things. August was basically declutter. September was actually really getting those things that we need organized and accessible because September was preparedness month October is just all about little things we can do for ourselves because it's breast cancer awareness month self scheduling time because that's part of an organized life scheduling time to take care of yourself so that's what we're doing this month so come over and join us And also, feel free when you do join to just post a question, post a photo, post a video. Sometimes I love it when members will post, look, I'm getting rid of a box or I'm getting rid of this, or they'll share a resource. You know, one woman shared that she no longer has a lot of tote bags. She has a small one she takes with her that's collapsible. So it's just all of those things that can help you truly live a life that is totally organized. Well, do you know what time it is? It is Toss Tuesday time. And this Toss It Tuesday, you know what? I want you to tackle a junk drawer. I know we tackled a junk drawer before, but let's tackle another one. So, I know you're probably dancing across the living room floor. You maybe got your, your dance on by the kitchen sink or in the dining room table. So, while you're there, pull out a drawer and say, okay, what drawer can I actually organize and for those of you who are in either working from home or working in an office, maybe you have like receipts, you've got reports, you've got a box under your desk that just been there for decades. So check out my Clear Your Desk, Clear Your Mind. It's a course for you, whether you work from home full time or have a hybrid schedule And these are great tips for small business owners, too, if you are a family manager keeping things in order, whether you have a home office or work from the dining room table, this course is for you. So, my app suggestion for this week is Cozy. It's a family app, which is really nice because you can allow other people to have access. For example... Maybe, you know, you need somebody to help you, you know, take the dog to the vet, take the kids here, whatever, because of your schedule, you can kind of have a schedule for everybody so they can ask them and then kind of put them on the list. It's really great. Check it out. Of course again in my Amazon shop it's the My Body Passport. I love 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 that product because it allows me to actually have all of my health information in one location visible. Because yes, I do have a platform where I have access to my to my medical, you know, information, my test results. But this has everything because I'm going to the eye doctor every six months. Then, of course, I've got all of my wonderful exams over here. But it allows me to, when I have conversations, whether it's with the eye doctor or my primary care physician, to really let them know what's going on overall with me. And, of course, you know, find if there's something in your home that you truly love and treasure, but you know that, you know, is it time for me to get rid of it? you're not ready to part with it, repurpose it. I've shared with you all the wonderful things that I have repurposed. One of the things I truly love is the sandwich trays. It was glass sandwich trays with a little mug my mother had. Now mind you, when I entertain, you know my friends don't get glass sandwich trays. So what I did was I gave three away and I just kept one. And that one, I put my little perfume bottles on. So sometimes, things that we really love, you know, we can repurpose. And of course, I've got repurposing boards on my Pinterest page. So check that out. And of course, my book selection for this week is The Holistic Home, Feng Shui for Mind, Body, Spirit, and Space. Again, The Holistic Home, Feng Shui for Mind, body, spirit, and space. So my quote for you this week is overcome through courage and strength. Again, overcome through courage and strength. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in and please spread the word about this podcast to your loved ones and social media followers. Show your support by leaving a review and consider supporting the podcast as an individual or business. For more information, check out the links on the show page. And of course, visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com for more information. So until next time, you have a clutter-free day and you have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.